You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing how to get exquisite diagnostic impressions using VPS materials. Our guest is Dr. Leanne Brady, Director of Education for the Panky Institute and a dedicated educator who also maintains a private practice in Glendale, Arizona. Dr. Brady, it's a pleasure to have you back on the show. Oh, it's a pleasure to be back. Good to talk to you. So uh, we're all kind of at home right now, living a life of quarantine, which is uh, something no one ever expected. In the meantime, while we're all at home trying to learn more stuff about dentistry, we're very happy to have you on. This particular podcast is about VPS impressions. And my first question is, why VPS versus alginate for diagnostic impressions? You know, that's a great question because I think most people would tell you that alginate is their go-to impression material. What are the advantages of alginate? Well, it's quick, it's inexpensive, one operator can do it, um, and it sets pretty quickly. It's pretty patient-friendly. But now you have to actually say, what are the downsides of using alginate? Um, One is it can be highly inaccurate um, because we don't measure the powder, measure the water. We don't use it precisely. So we introduce an inaccuracy. The other challenge of alginate is the fact that we actually have to pour it immediately. Now, I know that you can wrap it in a wet paper towel, put it in a humid box, but technically for it to be accurate, it has to be poured immediately. And I don't know a single dentist who can have an assistant go right into the lab and spend time doing lab work during the active flow of seeing patients. And now you also add to it the fact that you can only actually pour it once. So you get one set of models, which means every time you need a model on a patient, you have to bring the patient in, you have to sacrifice share time, and you have to take a new impression. So years ago, I switched to doing VPS, vinyl polysiloxane material for my diagnostic impressions. Absolutely, before anybody rolls their eyebrows, um, a single VPS impression costs more than a single alginate impression to the tune of maybe five or six dollars. But what does it save me? Number one, it saves me an immense amount of chair time and my productive chair time is definitely worth more than five or six dollars in taking new impressions. It saves me from having to have the patient sit through multiple rounds of impressions because we can pour the same models as much as we want. And I have an accurate impression that I don't have to pour immediately. It can sit on a countertop. The ladies in my office can pour it a day later, a week later. So it doesn't interfere with the flow of our day-to-day patient schedule. And yet we get that high degree of accuracy with the convenience of, I save those impressions. I save them for nine months in a model box. Oh, you can pour it as many times as you want to. Now, if you were doing this for crown and bridge, you were going to make a crown on it. The first pour is the most accurate pour. But for diagnostic impressions, we pour the same impression over and over and over again. Yeah, just out of curiosity, how many dentists do you think are using VPS for diagnostic impressions versus the alginate that we all learned in dental school? I would guess it's a very small percentage. Now, I do know a lot of dentists who've tried to use what we call alginate substitute. And alginate substitutes are alpha silicone materials designed to replicate the cost efficiency of alginate, but be able to be poured multiple times. The problem is they are unbelievably technique sensitive. The materials do not like a moist environment. and They're very, very hard to use accurately. Is the technique the same for diagnostic impressions as it is for Crown & Bridge? You know, it actually isn't if you want to be efficient. And this is one of the challenges. When we start to think about using VPS, we think we need a dentist and an assistant and then we have two stages, light body and the heavy body or the tray material. 
and how much time it takes. So I actually played around to come up with a VPS impression technique that just my assistants can do by themselves, so I don't have to be in the operatory, and it only takes one set time of the material, but yet we get the accuracy of both the tray material and the light body. And this is how we do our diagnostic impressions. And it is a different technique than most dentists are familiar with, but it's easy, efficient, and highly accurate. To wrap up this podcast, and this is kind of a short one because we have a series of podcasts from you, which we're really happy, by the way. So if our audience wants to tap into future podcasts that we'll be probably posting at the same time, one is going to be coming up called Using Opaque Composite. And then we'll have one on isolation from aerosols, which is extremely timely. And then, of course, um, Leanne Brady, Dr. Brady is an expert on universal adhesives, and she's going to be talking about using a universal adhesive. And by the way, the sponsor of this entire series is Colzer, um, a phenomenal company that has great products. And I know Dr. Leanne Brady uses Colzer products, and I know you for a long time, and I know that you are not going to be using a product in your office. It's based on the sponsor. It's based on the quality of the product and, and predictable clinical results, I am sure. Um, and with that, I would like to ask you, what VPS materials do you prefer and why? So great question. And you're absolutely right. I think every dentist I know uses lots of different products and we want to use things from companies we like, but also that work on our hands and get exquisite results. And so Colzer's Flexitime Impression Material has been my VPS for probably 15 years since it's been on the market. For the diagnostic impressions we talked about, I use their Flexitime Easy Putty in combination with the Light Body Correct Flow. Um, and for my crown and bridge impressions, I use their Flexitime Correct Flow, but I just use the regular injectable tray material. And you've been using that for a long time, and it's something that you feel comfortable with in your hands as far as user friendliness. and. Uh... Yeah, I can't remember the exact amount of time, but whenever they brought it to the market, and, and one of the pieces of that is the name, Flexitime. It has a fixed intraoral working time, um, no matter how much you use it outside the mouth. So it really is very helpful whether you're doing one tooth or ten. And I know handling uh, of a material is a big factor in dentists choosing materials. So y you obviously enjoy the handling of this material as well. I do. Absolutely. And I get great clinical results and there's nothing better than an impression material you can count on. Yeah. And it's also important when you work with a company, uh, even if you like the product, if the company can't service you, if you have questions about, you know, things, maybe a failure or maybe something that happened with your shelf life, you know, you don't think the material's up to speed based on how long you've had it. These are the kind of things you might want to ask the manufacturer and for them to come back to you promptly and with the right information is really important to your workflow. And I think Colzer has exhibited that over the years as a company. So um, again, we're very happy to have them sponsor this podcast and um, great information about learning the difference between alginate and VPS as a diagnostic impression material. Certainly in dental school, we're trained on alginate. Are they still doing that strictly alginate? That's my knowledge. I'm not too up on what they teach in dental schools, but I would bet that they're still teaching alginate. Yeah. It's interesting to hear the KOLs talk because a lot of the KOLs are saying to the dentists that just get out of dental school, is like, okay, you learned your stuff in dental school, but now it's time to really learn how to be a, be a dentist, right? Um, I know I was an endodontist. And when I got out of endo school my first year, I was like, oh my God, these general dentists are referring me cases thinking I'm really like, I know what I'm doing. I'm a first year endodontist. It takes, it takes a while. Thank you very much, Dr. Brady. And we hope to see you on the next podcast soon. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it.